0: Welcome to Trading Avant Garde podcast. This is show number fifty, and it's great to have you join us. My name is John Warren, and my very good mate Ashley Ralphs here. Welcome, Ash. JW, good to be here. How's the push-up challenge, treating you?
1: Tough, tough. We had uh, Sunday off, and I think that was a big mistake because when I hit the carpet this morning, I uh, struggled to do ten. So, uh, but not too bad today, only hundred and forty-eight. But I'm a bit scared about tomorrow.
0: Yeah, 148 wasn't too bad, but yeah, tomorrow, you're right. They're easing into some uh, some bigger days, so we'll see how that goes. think yeah, hitting
1: the 200s makes a bit of a difference, so we'll see yeah. how, yeah, like you said, we'll see how it go.
0: <laughs> and the other challenge is still going, so I haven't had another weigh-in yet, but uh, so far so good. Had a few, a few lapses over the weekend. Oh, did you? Uh, not big, but uh, okay. just, just a couple of... That's uh, right, a couple, of birthdays, couple yeah. of birthdays over the weekend, so it's hard not to celebrate. Yeah, It
1: worked pretty hard the last month, so or, or more, so
0: uh, that's fair enough. I think, yeah, well, we'll see how it goes. But so far, so good. And uh, combined with a push up challenge, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good month. Hey, we'll get started for today's show, Ashford. That's okay. And today, we have Rex Redden. Rex is the founder and director of Ground Plan. Welcome, Rex.
2: How you going, guys?
0: Now, what part of uh, the wonderful country are you coming from this morning?
2: We're in the northern rivers, uh, Kingscliff, uh, northern New South Wales.
0: Ah, beautiful. So how's the weather been up there last uh, last few weeks?
2: Oh, solid, mate. Absolutely solid. It's beautiful, beautiful time of year. We've just got the um, whales starting to go past. So when you're out in the surf, you're a little bit more aware of sharks, men in grey suits. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's been, the weather's beautiful and yeah, it's a nice part of the world. Yeah, beautiful. And so winter hasn't
0: quite struck up there yet?
2: No, no, no. It's um, I mean, it, it gets a little bit chillier, but nothing like you guys are probably used to. But I am a Kiwi, so I'm, I'm used to uh, a lot colder temperatures in this.
0: Ah, okay, yeah. So you you just count a few degrees before you start to <laughs> yeah. worry about it. Yeah, no, fair cool. Hey, Rex, maybe to get things started today, can you tell our listeners a little bit about the Rex Redden story?
2: Yeah, uh, the Rex Redden story in terms of, of the ground plan story?
0: Ah, oh, well, mate, are you a tradie? I
2: am not a trainee, funny enough. My, my, um, my trade that I have is in uh, professional fighting. I was actually pulled out of school when I was 15 or 16. And when I say pulled, it's kind of pushed. Um, <laughs> and my father was, was a professional fighter. And, and uh, I, I was put into uh, ring fighting and, and Muay Thai kickboxing and spent a lot of time fighting um, around Thailand, around New Zealand and Australia um, as a professional fighter. So my, my trade comes from what I used to really use my fists for, I suppose. At, once I sort of finished my career when I was about 25, 26, I, I was lucky enough to win three world titles in, in, uh, in Muay Thai kickboxing. I decided to take that, that little uh, fighting journey and that sort of the martial arts background and take it into uh, business. So we moved to Australia and, and we set up a, uh, our first startup, which was uh, SimTrack, which I later sold to SimPro, which you guys will would, would know of. And that was my first foray into sort of um, the trade. So I really learned about the trades and construction through the GPS tracking of vehicles and timesheets and um, productivity reports and those sorts of things. So when it came time to get into my my next startup, um, I really wanted to get into the estimating area of um, where trades work. So fast forward. So th- 2013, when we started the business, what we did is we could see a hole in the market for people measuring plans and, and estimating and uh, a real, we needed a, a real simple product to do that. So basically me and my business partners, which are two developers, um, Nathan and Freddie, we uh, went and sat ourselves in estimators offices across uh, across Australia and um, sat behind electricians and plumbers and brickies and concrete lads and roofers. we uh, were able to see the way they do things manually. And from there, we basically turned that into a software. So we had to go and find people who would let us come to the office and give them free pizza and have our two developers sit right behind them and watch what these developers were doing, uh, what what's the tradies were doing when they were measuring plans. So that's how we worked out how to build an estimating software. So it was a lot of it was around mathematics, which is really where the, uh, the development comes in. Um, but the problem we had was so many tradies really didn't have a, a, a nice, easy way of counting things and measuring things they all had different varying ways and there was no sort of there was no industry standard so um, to come up with a with a user interface that was just really nice and simple to use was was the hard thing because with our tradies you know, if you make anything too hard for them they just won't use it
1: to say at least one of the most interesting leanings i think we've had john in martial arts fighting rex so that's uh
0: that's
1: well fantastic. Uh, oh, how amazing is that I, I think we'll do a podcast down the track just on that, Rex, because there's <laughs> yeah, a lot it's more a, we need to go into with that story, mate. That's for it's sure. bit, but, yeah, that's it
2: definitely a, is an interesting one when I tell people they, they they always assume that I come from um a trades background. And I actually did I I I have I've worked a bit of labouring here and there, but I think the, the thing that was so good for us when we started is that we weren't from um, an estimating background. Look, we, we, understood, we understood how trades uh, and construction companies run from an admin point of view, because we'd all worked in, in various um, roles with, with SimPro and, and SimTrack, my other business. And so we, we knew how they were operating, but um, to build a product around something when you don't have the total knowledge is actually really good, because you, you come at it with a, a different angle than the average tradesperson would. Um, it's also, I,
1: I suppose, at that point, it's also easier to have a clear mind Yes. Um, when you're watching, so you can do it. But just, just, I've got one other question before we go right into ground plan. Where are you from originally?
2: Yeah, so I, um, I'm, I was born in Wellington, New Zealand. Uh, um, there it is. Yeah. Yep, Wellington, <laughs> mate, Wendy Wellington. We moved here in 2009.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. So you're, uh, I suppose, you could say you're new to Australia, but um, obviously just yeah. over the ditch, which is. Uh, one of our cousins anyway. Mate. So now I could hear some, some uh, accent there and I thought I wonder if it's it from New no. Zealand or not. And John had missed it, so it's always good to get one up on him uh, at the same time. But hey, uh, now, uh, from a ground plan point of view, mate, you know, can you tell us what type of
2: trades or trainees that it's designed for? Yeah, yeah. So um, pretty much we work on any, anyone who's measuring off plans is generally um, from one end of a building to the other, whether it be a, a small residential building where it's, uh, you know, you've got from the top, you've got the roofer down to the concrete, and everyone in between. And then you've got obviously the large commercial, industrial type buildings that are, uh, are just a lot, a lot bigger, a lot more numbers. But they're still the same trades that are working from one end to the other. So everyone from if, if you if you just look at a building and say right, we've got the concreteer, we've got the fencer, the landscaper um, working on the inside to the painters, the brickies, the the chip rock guys, chip setters, and yeah, painters on the inside right through to um the sparky and the plumber. We definitely see a lot more plumbers and and sparkies coming through the mix just because they probably have to work on plans. Oh, they have to probably do a lot more plan design and as-built type plans at the end of their jobs because there's a bit more uh, uh, regulation around where they've installed cables and how they've installed them um, or pipes, um, which all needs to be documented so that if anyone else does work on that house um, down the track, they're not drilling through pipes or
0: cable. So with the needs of those different tradies that you mentioned just there, Rex, uh, have you been able to build in the ability for those tradies to price different jobs, considering yes. they're using different materials and labor and stuff?
2: Yeah, 100%. So that, that was part of the software when we built it. There, there was no software that allowed you to measure off plans, do the takeoff. And then the second phase of that is actually do the estimate. So actually plug the numbers in and say, right, what am I charging per square meter for this product? Or what am I, you know, what are my linear rates for this you know, so we we allow them to go in there and, and put their material cost in, their labour cost, their subcontractor cost, and price the job as well as measure
0: the job. So those templates are fairly simple for for tradies that bring ground plan into their business.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent. So we find that you know they first start measuring. Um, but they'll generally um sign up for a trial through the website and we give them a free fourteen day trial and they jump in there and uh, we try to just let them go and have a crack at it. And they'll they'll upload a set of plans and they'll and generally they're trying to do a real job. They're not kind of practicing they'll get in there and they'll measure something up and then they'll go right okay I've measured it up I've got my quantities now I need to try and put a price against that so we let them go in that first first 14 days and we just you know we provide we've actually got estimators um, that work in the business and one of those estimators will give them a call and say hey look I'm here if you need me give us a yell and yeah generally generally at the end of the day the calls start coming and they say hey I'm on the kitchen table now and I'm looking at the plans, but I've got a computer next to me and I need to do the same things I'm doing on those plans, but on the computer, can you help us? So one of the um, specialized estimators, depending on the trade, will jump in with them and actually help them to get that sort of phase going. And then we offer free training as well. So once they um, put their credit card in there and, and get going, they normally will book in for an hour or two with one of the trainers and, and, and get up and going. But we've found by building a really simple interface that uh, like only 10% of people actually take us up in the training. So a lot of the guys just get in there and just get going and going. no, oh, no, I'm all good, mate. I'm measuring, you know, and they're away. I
1: suppose once they start playing around with it, Rex, it's certainly, uh, if it's that simple to use, but then, like you said, they probably don't need a lot of support. But it's always nice when you take on a new program to know that there's someone just sitting a phone call of way that can uh, help you uh, navigate something that you might not be able to do. So that's, Oh, you know, yeah, that's, that's
2: especially when it's yeah. numbers. Like, you know, if you're going to put a price on a job, and you're going to do the job for that number. Um, you want to make sure they're doing it properly because if they underprice it,
1: <laughs> you're in trouble. Big trouble at the moment. Hey mate, with it, with the uh, program itself, ground plan. So someone did it, uploads a plan. Mm-hmm. Does that always remain on their computer, mate, or does it go into the cloud yeah, and then anyone can grab it?
2: What makes us fairly unique is we've built ground plan into the browser. So all you need is Google Chrome or Edge or Safari, and you you upload your plan and you do everything. Um, and so it's all very cloud based. And what that means is that we also allow collaboration. So in terms of, uh, so, you know, we're talking about e-plumbing estimator before Linton and the team, he's got a, a team in um, Philippines. So he's in Sydney, obviously, and he's uploading plans and working on these plans and his team in the Philippines are working on the plans as well. And it's all live. So they can all see what everyone is doing, who's counting what, a part of the plan and, and what's going on with that. So by being in the cloud, it gives you that sort of collaboration factor. Which a lot of people are looking for, and kind of fits in with today's uh, COVID issues, where everyone's working from home.
0: Hey, Rich, just coming back, maybe a couple of steps. Ground plan. What was the insights that you had gathered that gave you the idea that this is something that was going to be of high value for trading and trading businesses?
2: Um, the probably the the biggest thing was we found that um, the accuracy of people counting with highlighters on printed plans was very average. Because number one, you know, you're working off a bit of paper and a, and a plane wheel or a ruler, and you're trying to convert. These measurements over to a different sort of unit of measure or scale. And so the the biggest thing was accuracy of just number one, how fast you could do that that estimate, because you don't make money out of doing estimates, obviously, Mm. until you win the jobs. But also um, just the accuracy of what you're counting. And when you're putting a price on a job, you know, trying to sort of guesstimate that margin on a job was was really hard for a lot of tradies. And that a lot of them had already carried their prices through for years and, and done things in a certain way. And as the prices had increased on materials and labor, they hadn't allowed for that so the margins were shrinking and they were always getting to end the jobs wondering why they hadn't made money
0: and what about auto count uh, can you maybe explain what auto count is and if that's something the ground plan does support
2: yeah so, so auto count is one we get we used to have a lot of people saying hey does it auto count and what auto count kind of means is i just want the computer to count everything up for me as opposed to me counting it up so we had a lot of people for years coming through saying, does it do auto count? Does it do auto count? And, and so no one across the world had, had done auto count. Um, and so we knew that there was issues around doing it. So we had to sort of, we, had, we realized we had to collect a lot of data. So we've collected around eight years of, of data, of plans. Of, of, of We mainly operate in Australia and New Zealand, but we still have you know UK and US um, customers, but what we found was all of these different plans had a lot of different symbols of over them, and the architects that were designing these plans, um, they all use different symbols for different things. So, you know, PowerPoint and on one plan is a, is a different shape and a different object on another plan. So, we looked at it for years, and we we um, got right into PDF recognition and um, and uh, developed a system. It's it, it's basically um, AI around um, what those symbols are. So we've, we've been testing pretty much for the last six months on that. Um, and we're due to release that in the next two months for uh, commercial use. So that's going to be a really, really big one for us because, yeah, to collect that much data, then build computers that are able to recognize those symbols and count those symbols for people will just mean that. So the average, say, Sparky can come along. He could look at a, you know, a, a really large building like Queens Wharf in Brisbane or something like that and just say, hey, how many downlights are there on that? And it just counts every single plan and tells them the numbers for every single one. And, and vice versa it also is for a lot of estimators to go look i've counted all these things i want it to now go and check that i have counted everything because that's the biggest one if they start missing counts, missing items they're they're costing themselves a lot of money yeah
1: a lot of money and and, and fast money when you start missing things like you said good one either use it from the start and let it count for you or like you said do a count and then do a check
2: exactly yeah and and both of them are are very key but also it's, it's it's interesting because we we always thought when we started that we'd get into the estimating phase, which for a trades business is typically at the start of a project, right? Mm. And we didn't realise how much work had to be done on plans as the project sort of was in production phase um, because you were dealing with a lot of variations, things changing, you know, light points having to be moved, um, plumbing having to be moved. And we then fell into that sort of production phase with companies of, hey, you know, my foreman are out there and they're, they're marking up plans and issues that have happened on site and they need to mark them on plans so that people know what have changed so I can change So we became heavily involved with um, actually just editing the plans that they were working on, which was great because, you know, you've been used in another area of that trades company. Um, And then at the other end, we didn't realize that a lot of guys had to then submit as built or or as constructed plans to to councils to, to say what was done and where. Um, and produce digital copies of those plans. And they were going to um, draft these and paying guys lots of money to, to build these plans for, for as-builds or as-constructed plans. So now we've moved through that phase of being, you know, at the start of the project in the middle and at the end, which is great. Absolutely.
1: Brilliant, mate. So now we know uh, innovative training is all about the innovation and using technology for the trainee's advantage. And we know lots of trainees spend lots of hours at night you know, doing takeoffs and and working on their quotes. And, you know, we're all about trying to get them some time back. So whether it's family time or time to go and do their, you know, their favourite sport, whatever that might be, that's what it's all about. And obviously ground plan sounds like a great transition. How easy is it for a trader to transition across the ground plan and start using it today? Yeah,
2: that's a really good question. I mean, generally we can get people up and going within about 30 minutes. So it's not a huge thing to change over. We have a lot of importing and exporting features to be able to grab their old spreadsheets because a lot of the guys have spreadsheets. Um, that they've been working off for years that they've carried through different companies. Um, so we, our team come in, we have a data team that just grabs those spreadsheets and imports them into ground plan for them. So they're ready to go. And also if they're already using you know, the, the standard technologies, which a lot of the smaller traders just using zero for quoting, for instance. So all of their rates are normally built in zero, what they're charging, and we just connect straight up um, to zero. And all of their data gets pulled through. So it's a live connection with Zero. And then the same with the bigger guys that are using Arrowflow and Simpro is that we connect up to those databases and we have live counting using those rates that are sitting over in Simpro and Zero. So either or you can, if you're a new guy coming along and you've, you're just using Zero as you back in, we can connect up to that within minutes um, and have you counting. So you know, he's about 15 minutes, half an hour of learning how to, to, to do things on screen and, and obviously not having to print plans. Um, and with the bigger guys, SimPros, the the Aeroflow users, we they'll, they'll need a little bit more time because they're generally doing bigger projects. So they're, you know, they're in the two million dollar plus type projects. So same thing. We on the ground plan side, we can get those guys up up and running in half an hour.
0: Fantastic. Hey Rex, you've gone from fighter to fixer, and particularly with ground plan for tradies. Just coming back to that fighter piece, Ash and I were bragging a little bit that we're doing some push-ups at the moment. When you were in that world championship mode, how many push-ups would you be doing a day?
2: Push-ups, yeah, push-ups. Um, I think in, I'm just thinking back to my Thailand days. Thailand was a living in Bangkok was a pretty tough um, training regime where you you know you're training three hours in the morning and three hours at night, and you start each each, each training session with about a 14 kilometer run. So I'd say I think it was something in the vicinity of around two to three hundred a day push-ups, and Yeah, basically, your arms are dead the whole time because you've just done, you either use your push ups as your warm up or they use them to kill you at the end of the training. So, once you sit at the end of six hours for a day and you've got to pump out, and you've probably run, yeah, 20, 30 Ks, you've got to um, pump out a couple of hundred push ups and a couple of hundred pull ups. So, yeah, I'd call it a couple of hundred a day.
0: Yeah, okay. So, we've got nothing to complain about, Ash. We've got a better way to go. But what is really interesting about uh, even that story is that trading businesses are very similar, Rex, I would think. I mean, there's lots of disciplines they need to to build and, and to become fighting fit, if you like, in a business sense. I mean, the same things that you would have went through. with uh, training. Yeah,
2: you do find that, especially um, with small business, you know, it's all about the owner of that business. So you definitely, I'm um, really big on um, that, the mental side of, of being able to run a business, keeping yourself mentally fit. And yeah, like you said, fighting fit and, and staying um, staying active so that you can deal with the stress that comes with the business, right?
0: And I imagine it comes in handy for slow payment on occasions
2: too. Yes, if you have to debt collect, that is a serious problem, cash flow. <laughs>
0: Uh, you just mentioned about grand plan and that transition to actually moving from, uh, I suppose, their paper and their highlighters and all the stuff that they traditionally might be doing it. Yep. What about for a trader to actually to, to make that migration and to, to be using grand plan within their business? How long would it take to get them up and running in the business once they make the decision? Yeah, well, at
2: the, at the moment, because of the um, uh, Melbourne lockdown, the Victorian lockdown, no one can go and print any plans at you know, your standard uh, office works. So this morning, we've just been flooded with uh, every weekend. We get flooded with guys trying to count plans because they haven't been able to print them and they are still got to price jobs. So yeah, so today and tomorrow, it will just be booked with these 30-minute sessions of guys just getting one of our estimators to help them um, and that's probably the key is that our guys aren't salesmen that are ringing them up to sell them up software. Our guys are actually estimators who couldn't sell to save their life, but they know how to count a set of plans. They are ringing up people, showing them how to count plans, showing them how to get the numbers correct and how to get the formulas right to, to spit out the right price. So yeah, I'd always just say, look, give it, give it. if you can allow, 30 minutes, which is always hard for a trader to stop and take 30 minutes. But if you can get it right and get it formatted, then every project moving forward is going to be a fast way of getting it out the door.
1: I love I love what COVID's brought to us, mate, and that's the opportunity to work nationally. You know, yes. that, um, someone doesn't have to be in your state. I, still, I, I follow a lot of social media platforms in the trade world, and I still see people asking for someone local. Oh, does anyone know this person local, that person local? And just trying to get them to expand. It doesn't matter, you know, it could be guys in Perth talking to you in, in New South Wales. It doesn't matter where they are for, for the, you know, what you're providing them. Um, how many uh, how many guys have you got in your office? How many estimators have you got? Yes, yeah, so
2: so we're a, we're course. completely um, a cloud-based business. So everyone works from home, uh, we've got people across. Um, New South Wales, Queensland. Um, we've got an office in Christchurch and everyone works from home. Um, so we've got 15 staff. Um, we have our CTO, which is my business partner, Nathan. He lives in Christchurch um, and his developers are all in Queensland. But they, we just collaborate all online using you know, Zoom, Slack, all those types of tools. It, it's just made it so much easier. But we've got customers and we've got two support teams um, that that back up the chat system in the Philippines as well. Um, so we've got staff there and then uh, and they also look after our UK and the US office um, customers we've got around three three and a half thousand customers worldwide and around 26 different countries um so yeah so when you're talking to tradies in those countries they're, they're all got different terminology and different <laughs> obviously some are some are using different unit measures than others and you know a powerpoint in new zealand is a gpo in australia
1: yeah that, yeah unfortunately even you're talking about symbols before being different even the yes. terminology of, of actual items is different across different yeah. countries so, so it's uh yeah, and Americans
2: are different from one end to the other as well. You've got the East End, West Coast, and they do things totally different.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's because they're Americans, <laughs> 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 I can say that because I'm not sure how many of you are listening to us
0: uh, yeah, today, it's, Jay, it's,
1: But Hey, mate, now, finally, you know, how do we get... Tradies are very... I'll use word stubborn. It might be the wrong word, but... Yeah. Set their ways. They've done their apprenticeship. I've been showing how... And it sort of, quite often, just flows along from from one trader to his premise, then that trade that press comes to trade on onto his apprentices. it's always the same. So we're we're all about an innovative traders is is changing how they do things and a lot of we said, giving them some time back and helping them earn some more money without having to, to work extra hours. Yes. How do we work with ground plane to get trades start taking up more of this technology?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, what you said there is that stubborn. It's it's a funny word, but it's true. And and I'd say trades are the first to admit it. Is that um, you know, it was probably ten years ago I was traveling around the world with master plumbers, master electricians to Vegas and Vietnam and all these different places, and I'd be standing up um, talking about innovation and trades. Um, and I remember. St- I think it was around 2010, I was in Las Vegas doing a presentation to Master Electricians Australia, and um, we had a couple of hundred sparkies in the room, and I was standing up there with um, an iPhone, and I was showing them an iPhone going, and we're talking about mobile apps and things like that, and and I was saying every single electrician in Australia will be doing their job cards off these things in a few years. And I had these guys saying, "No way! I'm never giving an iPhone to my tradies. They drop them all the time." And you know, it goes the you know the plumbers were saying that they drop them down the drains, and the sparkies are saying they don't look after anything. And and I wonder if you can tell me about a, a tradie who doesn't have a smartphone these days. But the times have changed everyone's used to using a, a smartphone right to do things and and uh, and google to search things so now i think it's a lot easier to sell technology because they they understand that they just they want an app to do stuff and people you know when they're doing things like printing out a big set of plans they're going there's got to be an easier way to do this i.e auto count i want someone to count these plans for me surely there's something that can an app that can do this so you know we, we do get a lot of people coming through and and yeah they and they're definitely the the um, sort of under 50s, are just using their, they just want an easier way to do things. Um, you will still get the, the 55, 60 year old estimator coming through who knows he has to do it. He knows it's going to be a pain in the butt, but he knows it's going to be faster. But he'll just take probably just a little bit more convincing. So yeah, yeah it, it's, it's not an easy thing to, to, um, to, to make that change. But yeah, it's definitely easier selling things these days because you know, people aren't using those old paper books for their job cards and things like that they, they have a smartphone they use it for to run their life to run their credit card to run everything that goes with the trades business and especially apps like zero and all those sorts of things that have that have you know put that innovation into the trades companies
0: Rex, I love what you just shared there, particularly summing summing up at the, around that technology. An Innovative traders Club is is really exists to help and support tradies in simplifying that business part of business. And around those three key things, simplify, modernize, and digitize. Mm-hmm. And from what you've explained today, that's exactly what Ground Plan does for those tradies that are using it and all those ones that are listening today that really should be considering it and bringing it into their business uh, as an option to to driving some of that productivity and, uh, and automating or... Uh, digitizing some of those functions um, in their business. Look, so thank you very much for sharing your time today, Rex. It's been outstanding. I'm sure like Ash at the top of the show, it'd be great to maybe talk in more detail about that fighting career. I think that would yeah, be fascinating. Yeah. Any time. And that experience, uh, particularly in Thailand, it's an amazing part of the world. How many years did you spend there? Uh, I was I was back and
2: forth for around uh, seven, eight years, just back and forth for, for, for long fight camps and, and fights, and then coming back to
0: NZ or Australia. All right, we'll get you back on the show and just to have a chat about that down the track. Yeah, so thank you time. very much. I really appreciate you sharing your time today. For those uh, traders out there listening, where can they find uh, Ground Plan? Easiest way to get us is groundplan.com.
2: Jump com. Perfect. In there, grab the fourteen uh, day trial and and give it a whirl.
0: Excellent. And of course, you'll find more detail about Ground Plan on our uh, on our pages, innovative and and obviously in the socials. Coming forward to uh, showing more stories about Ground Plan. You mentioned Simpro, another great partner of uh, trade avant-garde and innovate traders club so it's it's really great to have you on the show so thank you rex cheers yeah. ash that's it show number 50 is done now so with the new the van the side shed or maybe looking to simplify your takeoffs by using ground plan we thank you for sharing your time with trade avant-garde today until next time stay safe stay well and speak with you soon <laughs>